Hello and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? You're ready to make a choice and decide to listen. My name is Igor, SF Walker, and I'm here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. But today we look at Untethered Soul. The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael A. Singer. If you spend some time observing this mental voice, the first thing you will notice is that it never shuts up. When left to its own, it just talks. Imagine if you were to see someone walking around, constantly talking to himself. You would think he was strange. You would wonder if he's the one who's talking and he's the one who's listening. He obviously knows what's going to be said before he says it, so what's the point? The same is true for the voice inside your head. Why is it talking? It's you who's talking and it's you who's listening. And when the voice argues with itself, who is it arguing with? Who could possibly win? It gets very confusing. If you watch carefully, you'll see that it's just trying to find a comfortable place to rest. It will change sides in a moment, if that seems to help. And it doesn't even quiet down when it finds out that it is wrong. It simply adjusts its viewpoint and keeps on going. If you pay attention, these mental patterns will become obvious to you. Stop feeling that one thing it says it's you and the other thing it says is not you. If you're hearing it talk, it's obviously not you. You are the one who hears the voice. You're the one who notices that it is talking. You do hear it when it talks, don't you? Make it say hello right now. Say it over and over a few times. Now shout it inside. Can you hear yourself saying hello inside? Of course you can. There's nothing more important to true growth than realizing that you are not the voice of the mind. You are the one who hears it. The essential difference between a spiritually minded person and a worldly person. Worldly does not mean that you have money or stature. Worldly means that you think the solution to your inner problems is in the world outside. You think that if you change things outside, you will be okay. But nobody has ever truly become okay by changing things outside. There's always the next problem. The only real solution is to take the seat of witness consciousness and completely change your frame of reference. To attain true inner freedom, you must be able to objectively watch your problems Instead of being lost in them, no solution can possibly exist while you are lost in the energy of the problem. You will not be able to solve everything, anything outside, until you own how the situation affects you inside. Problems are generally not what they appear to be. When you get clear enough, you will realize that the real problem is that there is something inside of you that can have a problem with almost anything. So the first step is to deal with that part of you. 
the only permanent solution to your problem is to go inside and then let go of the part of you that seems to have so many problems with reality. Once you do that, you will be clear enough to deal with whatever is left. Who sees when you see? Who hears when you hear? Who watches the dreams? Who watches the image in the mirror? Who is it that is having all these experiences? And if you try to give just an honest, intuitive answer, you're simply going to say, well, me. It's me. I am in here experiencing all of this. That's about the best answer you will have. If you go very deep, that is where you live. You live in the seat of consciousness. A true spiritual being lives there without effort and without intent. Just as you effortlessly look outside and see all that you see, you will eventually sit far enough back inside to see all your thoughts and emotions as well as outer form. All of these objects are in front of you. The thoughts are closer in and the emotions are a little further away and form is way out there. Behind it all, there you are. You go so deep that you realize that's where all you have been at each stage of your life. You have seen different thoughts, emotions, and objects pass before you. But you have always been the conscious receiver of all that was. Now, you are in the center of your consciousness. You are behind everything, just watching. That is your true home. Remember, your self-concept is just a collection of thoughts about yourself. It is all just objects of consciousness, and you are the consciousness. What differentiates a conscious, centered being from a person who is not so conscious is simply the focus of their awareness. It is not a difference in the consciousness itself. All consciousness is the same. Just as all light from the sun is the same, all awareness is the same. Consciousness is neither pure nor impure. It has no qualities. It is just there, aware that it is aware. You have a phenomenal amount of energy inside of you, and it doesn't come from food and it doesn't come from sleep. This energy is always available to you at any moment. You can draw upon it. It just wells up and fills you from inside. When you're filled with this energy, you feel like you could take on the world. When it is flowing strongly, you can actually feel it coursing through you in waves. It gushes up spontaneously from deep inside and restores, replenishes and recharges you. The only reason you don't feel this energy all the time is because you block it. You block it by closing your heart, by closing your mind, and by pulling yourself into the restrictive space inside. This closes you off from all the energy. This is how the overall system of perception is meant to work. It is meant to take things in, allow you to experience them, and then let them pass through so that you are fully present in the next moment. While the system is in a working, operative state, you're fine. And it is fine. You're simply having an experience after an experience. That is how an awakened being lives in the now. They're present, life is present, and the wholeness of life is passing through them. 
Imagine if you were fully present during the each experience of your life, that it was touching you to the depth of your being. When you resist, even that release, the energy gets packed up and forced into deep storage within the heart. In the yogic tradition, that unfinished energy pattern is called a samskara. This is a Sanskrit word, meaning an impression. And in yogic teachings, it is considered one of the most important influences affecting your life. A samskara is a blockage, an impression from the past that is unfinished energy pattern that ends up running your life. A samskara is a cycle of stored past energy patterns in a state of relative equilibrium. It is your resistance to experiencing these patterns that causes the energy to keep cycling around itself. There's no other place for it to go. You will not let it. This is how most people process their issues. This packet of cycling energy is literally stored in your energetic heart center. All the samskaras you have collected over your life are scored, stored there. Now, past impressions do get stimulated, even old ones, and they affect your life. Sensory inputs from today's events dig through all the stuff you have stored throughout the years, and they restore the exact past patterns associated with the incoming events. When the samskara is stimulated, it opens up like a flower, and it begins to release stored energies. Suddenly, flashes of what you have experienced when the original event took place rush into your consciousness. If you really want to grow, you have to do the opposite. Real spiritual growth happens when there's only one of you inside. There's not a part that's scared and another part that is protecting the part that is scared. All parts are unified because there's no part of you that you're not willing to see. The mind is no longer divided into the conscious and the subconscious. Everything you see inside is just something you see inside. It is not you, it is what you see. There's simply the pure energy pouring inside of you that creates the ripples of thoughts and emotions, and there is the consciousness that is aware of it. There's simply you watching the dance of the psyche. Consciousness has the tendency to focus on disturbance. Disturbed energies inside are no exception. The disturbed energies will draw your consciousness to them, but you do not have to let this happen. You really do have the ability to disengage and fall back behind them. Change can be viewed as either exciting or frightening, but regardless of how you view it, we must all face the fact that change is the very nature of life. If you have a lot of fear, you will not like change. You will try to create a world around you that is predictable, controllable, and definable. You'll try to create a world that doesn't stimulate your fears. Fear doesn't want to feel itself. It is actually afraid of itself. So you utilize the mind in an attempt to manipulate life for the purpose of not feeling fear. People don't understand that fear is a thing. It's just another object in the universe that we are capable of experiencing. You can do one of two things with fear. You can recognize that you have it and work to release it. Or you can keep it and try to hide from it. Getting involved in the darkness does not dispel the darkness. It feeds it. 
Don't even turn towards it. If you see disturbed energy within you, it is okay. Don't think that you do not have blockages left to release. Just sit in the seat of awareness and never leave. No matter what goes on below you, open your heart and let it go. Your heart will become purified and you will never know another fall. If you fall along the way, you get up and you forget it. You use the lesson to strengthen your resolve. Let go right then. Do not rationalize, blame, or try to figure it out. Do not do anything. Just let go immediately and allow the energy to go back to the highest center of consciousness it can achieve. If you feel shame, let it go. If you feel fear, let it go. All of these are the remnants of blocked energy that is finally being purified. Your way out is to just notice who's noticing. It's really that simple. It is much less complex than the protective apparatus with all its ball bearings, wheels and hydraulics. All you have to do is notice who is it that feels loneliness. The one who notices is already free. If you want to be free of these energies, you must allow them to pass through you instead of hiding them inside of you. Your inner sensitivities expose you to a minute-by-minute minute constant situations in which you are suffering to one degree or another. You're either trying to stop suffering, controlling your environment to avoid suffering, or you're worrying about suffering in the future. The state of affairs is so prevalent that you don't see it. Just as a fish doesn't see the water, you only notice that you're suffering when it gets worse than usual. You admit that you have a problem when it gets so bad that it actually begins to affect your everyday behavior. But in truth, you're having constant issues with your psyche during your normal day life. Of all the advice in the world that you do not want to listen to, it is the advice of a disturbed mind. Your mind actually misleads you. Suppose it tells you, if I could just get that promotion, then I would be fine. I would feel good about myself and I could get my life back together. Have you found that to be true ever? After you get the promotion, does that end all your insecurities and leave you financially satisfied for the rest of your life? Of course not. All that happens is that the next problem comes to the surface. Once you see this, you realize that the mind has a serious underlying problem. And what it is doing is making up external situations that might make things more comfortable. You are not the thinking mind. You are aware of the thinking mind. You are the consciousness behind the mind and you are aware of the thoughts. The minute you stop putting your all heart and soul into the mind, as if it were your savior and protector. You will find yourself behind the mind, watching it. That's how you know about your thoughts. You are in there, watching them. Eventually, you will be able to sit in there just quietly and consciously watch the mind. You are not your thoughts. You're aware of your thoughts. You're not your emotions. You feel your emotions. You're not your body. You look at it in the mirror and experience this world through the eyes and ears you are the consciousness, conscious being who is aware that you are aware of all these inner and outer things. If you explore consciousness, which is your pure sense of awareness, you will see that it really does not exist at any particular point in space. Rather, it is a field of awareness that focuses down to a point 
by concentrating on a particular set of objects. Be willing to examine the process of resistance. In order to resist, you first must decide that something is not the way you like it. Plenty of events make it right through you. Why did you decide to resist this one? Something inside of you must have a bias for deciding when to simply let things pass through and when to assert willpower to either push them away or come to them. There are a billion things that don't bother you at all. You drive to work every day and you hardly notice the buildings and the trees and the white lines on the road. They do not stress you at all. You see them, but they pass right through you. Please, do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too and spread the word. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So buy it and read. Never stop learning. Thank you. Love and respect.